Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Grace Unfiltered. Hello, everybody. I'm Joshua T. Berglund, and this is my amazing wife. Jessica Lynn. <laughs> and we are on the Live Model Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. want to give a special shout-out to everyone who is supporting our foundation and our mission with Grace Unfiltered and Gratitude Unfiltered. It means the world to us, but at the same time, it has been so inspiring to hear different voices share their heart for God and the way that they feel led. And today is uh, today is going to be really, really special. And I say that about each and every one, but the truth is that everyone's testimony is special, especially when it's true, or even the way that people share how God has blessed them. That's special. So every one of these are going to be special, and they're all going to be unique as God makes each of us. But for me, today is very special because I get to, we get to, host uh, or pass over the hosting duties to someone that I look at as a sister, a friend, but also somebody that truly inspires me, that I admire, I look up to, um, and it's been a huge influence in my life. I'm, I, I can't wait to see her. She uh, is just so full of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And every time she's online anywhere, I am blown away. So this is a treat. Yeah, she's... Uh, Look, when she speaks, it's powerful. Uh, she is spirit-led, spirit-filled. Um, she is what I would consider to be a role model uh, for future generations to come. She's a role model today, but really in a world that the world that we're heading into and the world that we're in now, we need voices like hers. We need voices like yours, the, the viewer that's watching. But I think you're gonna be quite impressed when you uh, hear her message and we are honored to have her. So with that said, I'm trying to use my wife as the mouse here. <laughs> that sounds awful. She's not the mouse. Gosh darn it. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm lying. That's the wrong video. <laughs> you know, we've done this before. How about this one? You'd think I'd have my intro videos um, all like broken down correctly and quit assuming things. But nonetheless, you saw a little glimpse of another uh, brilliant uh, commercial or video that my wife made. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, in all seriousness, uh, it is an absolute pleasure for me to introduce my friend, 
my sister, and just warrior, warrior, warrior. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Molly Trotter Gomez. Hello. Hi. Hi, Molly. How are you? Good. That video spoke to me. So whatever that was, I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, <it was> great. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, they kind of look the same on the sidewall. And, the, you know, we have a gratitude unfiltered, our men's program. But this grace unfiltered that you are stepping into the host position, um, <laughs> I'm honored, Molly. It means a lot to us because I, again, as I said in the introduction, you inspire me and I learn a lot from you. Me and, too. Uh, me and too. it's. And, and, and frankly, a lot of other people learn from you. So I'm excited to hear from your heart today and hear what the Holy Spirit says through you. Uh, with that said, do you care if we pray before you start? Oh, please. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Molly. Thank you for the message that you are going to deliver through Molly. Thank you for who she is. And Father, I pray that you open the heart and the ears of everyone that's listening and watching right now. And pray that your message that you deliver through Molly speaks right to their heart, speaks right to the point, the, the place that they need your love the most. We love you, Father, and we thank you for your grace, and we thank you for the unfiltered way that this will be delivered. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Molly, have amen. fun. We'll see you soon. All right. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here. And Josh was saying, and same with Jessica, that they're just honored to have me on the show. And honestly, um, I'm honored. Like when I when Josh reached out to me, I said yes, because just like they say they look to me to get inspiration. I love how they live their life and they're just living so boldly with so much truth. And what a testament, because in, in for such a time as this, so many of us can learn from people like Josh and Jessica, because how they choose to share, how they choose to live, it doesn't matter if you're like, yes, I'm so on board or you know what? No, I could not be further away from that. They are living out loud just the way that God has designed them to. And I absolutely love that because there's so many people that are just online scouring to tear people down and full of judgment. But the ones that are like, you know what? I know my true calling and I know what God's placed me here for. They're going to push through no matter what, because we see beyond that hurt. We see beyond the words. We see beyond just what the flesh is wanting us to see, because we know that it is a, you know, What's coming against us is of the spiritual world, not necessarily the flesh, right? So what I would love to chat about today is something that has really been placed on my heart and it hit me um, over the Christmas break. So I want to give a little backstory as to where this came from because it was so random. I would have never expected it. But what we see as random is, you know, God's way of being anonymous, right? He's like, hey, I want to deliver this message to you, even if it just seems so out of the blue. So to give a little context on where today's message is coming from, is I was in Hawaii with my family for Christmas, the first Christmas I've ever been away from Oregon where my parents live. So we went there. And if any of you guys have been to Hawaii in uh, the wintertime, it rains a lot. And what I like about vacation is not the go, 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 let's hurry up and do all these things. It's let's take a second, let's reflect, let's rejuvenate, and let's take time to just really refresh because the year can be a lot, especially the last couple years that we've been having, it could be a lot. So really being able to take time to rejuvenate is huge. So it rained pretty much every day. And I was like, yes. I mean, it, the island's still beautiful. We still did a few things, but I was so grateful because it slowed things down a lot. And where I'm at right now is I love being able to spend my mornings with God. And as my friends would call it, I get up at what they call a godly hour now, um, three o'clock in the morning. I get up and I spend a couple hours with the Lord before I go into the gym. 
Um, the morning is my time. I just hear him. I feel the Holy Spirit so clearly. So back to the vacation part, I did not get up that early, but since people were having a slower start because it was raining, I got to be outside and I just got to hear the ocean, feel the breeze and being at the beach is actually where I feel God's presence the most. So that's why I live here in Southern California. I'm 30 minutes from the beach. It's where I feel God the most. But it wasn't until I believe the day before we were leaving. I remember it so clearly. I'm sitting there with my Bible, with my journal. I'm just journaling and God just got my attention and he said, hey, so many people are focusing on my promise, my promises and not my presence. And I sat there, I'm like, huh, focusing on his promises, your promises, Lord, not your presence. Here's the thing. We're always like, God, help fix this. Please, my finances. Please, my relationships. Please this, please that. Because we know he's a loving and just God and he wants to give us the desires of our heart. But you know what he asks for in return is to get to know his, to be in his presence, to take the time to sit there, however long that takes not trying to box God in being like, okay, I got, you got five minutes to speak to me, Lord, like hurry it up. You can't rush the Holy spirit. You have to want it. You have to be in that presence. You have to be in that place where it's like, all right, Lord, I'm here. Like speak to me. I want to listen. And it took me a long time to get to that place. I would describe it as to my friends. I'm like, I'm like a shark. If you know anything about sharks, they got to keep moving because if they don't, they'll die. Like they literally have to keep moving. And I would equate myself with the shark because I would have to keep moving around moving around. But what God was really after, he's like, I need you to slow down. And if you've ever heard the phrase, you need to slow down to speed up. Like it is so true. And what I mean by that is it's in the stillness. It's in the waiting. It's in that divine connection when you create the space because your heart truly wants to be in God's presence and to know his heart. That's all he's asking for us. He's asking for us to be in communion with him, to build a relationship with him, to know his heart and be in his presence. And actually, since I have it on my desk, I'm going to show this. This has been an absolute game changer for me when it comes to diving into really what are what are the meaning behind certain words? Because I'm in a season right now where God is downloading so many things. I'm in such a download season and he's really bringing out my prophetic. And I always thought, I'm like, you know what? I can give messages on anything. And part of my uh, background, I was actually a news anchor and reporter for over five years. So I could literally tell stories and put a story together about just about anything, especially when it comes to really inspire people and to motivate people. God always instilled that in me. And there was always just a lot of bold truth in there. I'm like, but Lord, how do I put this together? It wasn't until recently that he's really starting to unlock that prophetic and these messages that are coming out that I'm just like, Lord, like, what are these? These are so good. And I know it's not of me. It's of him and what he's doing through me. And so recently there were so many words when I really just started focusing, okay, Lord, at your feet. I want to be at your feet. I want to learn, like, what does your heart beat for? What does your heart break for? What do you really want from us here on this earth? Because it's limited. At the end of the day, like we're seeing things really speed up and accelerate. And I'm going to get to that a little bit later, but we have a limited time here. What do you want to do with it? And when I think about the things that I was wasting my time on, quite literally, that mean nothing here. I was like, okay, Lord, like, how can I dive in deeper with you? So it wasn't until I got this, and this might be backwards for y'all, but I'll read what it is. It's the Encyclopedia of Bible Words. And this is where, actually, I don't think it's backwards. This is where I really get a dive in when a word pops in. I go in, I look at it, and it's giving me so many different references on, here's what the English word is, but this is what it means in Hebrew, in Greek, what it came out, what it was meaning in the Old Testament, the New Testament. And so it really brings more depth 
to just what God means when that word is said, because no word will return void in his word. No word will return void. So there might be words when you're coming across scripture being like, what does that really even mean? And you just brush over it. Instead of brushing over it, write it down. Go research it. Like when I got this encyclopedia, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. And they have like a whole series of just how to really dive into words and really begin that study. Because if you're anything like me, I was reading the Bible, picking it up because I knew I had to. I'm going to be honest. I've been a believer practically my entire life since I was seven years old. I'm in my 30s now. And I just picked it up because I knew I had to. And I'm like, okay, Lord, like, you know, what do you want to say? And then, you know, within like the last like three years, I'm like, okay, Lord, highlight the things you want me to see. Highlight the things you want me to see. And now I'm really getting in deep into that study because like Josh was mentioning, there are a lot of women that I get to mentor that come to me that are like, Molly, I want to have God be the center of everything that I do. How do I do that? Well, guess what? Leadership is a weighty call. And I know God put that on my life uh, ever since I was a little kid. I remember, I don't know if anybody can resonate with this, but I remember God calling me at, I don't remember how old I was. I must've been like five or six. And I was in the foyer of the church and we're about to go into, I think Sunday school and God caught my attention. I remember looking up and he was like, I have a, I have a big call on your life. And I said, really? Like right now? And he was like, I have a big call on your life. And I'm like, okay, well, can I go play with my friends? Can we just do this later? And I stifled that call, but I remember him saying that I have a big calling on your life, but I wanted to go play with my friends. I wanted to enjoy my childhood. I was like, I don't want to separate from people. Like I don't, that's what I equated it as. Now being older, there's a lot of truth to that. But at the end of the day, I remember, okay, I'm going to have to come back to this. So almost like 20 years later, coming back to that, I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm ready. I see what you're doing. I'm ready to really step into this leadership call. What does that look like? In the last five years of my life, God has refined me on so many levels. He's humbled me on so many levels. He's brought me the love of my life that I get to share the rest of my life with. And I'm so grateful. He's brought me business partners that I get to do life with. And we get to help women really be able to just grow through Christ-centered resources to really help them grow personally, spiritually, professionally, and just have God be the center of everything. That's exactly what he wants. He's like, you know what? I'm giving you all these things. You have these giftings because of me. Won't you spend time in my presence? I want to read a quote that I came across and I have a few notes. So if I look down, there's a few things that God highlighted to me that I want to share with you. And here's a quote that I came across. Rightly approached, suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. I'm going to say that one more time. Rightly approached, suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. So if you see that sequence right in there, what, is that, what does that mean to you? How does that speak to you? I encourage you to write that down, maybe come back to it later. Because at the end of the day, you know, when we see suffering, a lot of people are like, oh, that's the enemy attacking me. Oh, that's the enemy. And we give him way too much credit, way too much credit. When God's going to test you to really see, can you handle what I'm bringing you into? And when you can handle the suffering and count it all as joy, that's going to produce perseverance, that fight that I'm going to do it all for you in the name of Jesus. When you get to that perseverance and that produces character, now that becomes a part of who you are and that character produces hope. And oh boy, don't we need more hope in today's world? I come across so many people that are just so hopeless because what they choose to focus on and what you focus on grows. So if you want to focus on all the negative, 
and just the, the horrible things that are going on in the world, that is going to darken your soul so quickly. But what I heard the Holy Spirit say so vividly is that there is a fresh fire. There is a fresh fire right now. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here. And a lot of people are seeing from that fresh fire an acceleration on things. People that have been obedient, there's an acceleration at a rapid rate right now that we're going to see things that are going to happen for God's glory. Because we've obviously seen quite a few not so great things that have happened within the last couple of years. But there's so much good going on the back end because there's a lot of refining. There's a lot of downloads that are coming out. There's a lot of prophetic prophetic messages that are coming out. And at the end of the day, what God is doing is he is going to light up the dark places of your heart, of just the world. There's so many dark places. But what we don't see on the news, right, are the revivals that are happening around the world. People coming to Christ more than ever before in places all around the globe. People searching and hunger and just yearning for more And maybe they're not finding it in the right place right off the bat, but that stirring is happening. That fresh fire is happening. And for the ones who have been committed to their calling that have been put through the refiner's fire, which is different, refining to who you are and the God, God's call for your life, his will for your life. Those people are really seeing that acceleration. So you're going to see things happen fast for people. And it may look fast on the outside, but you have no idea what's been harvested the seeds that have been planted, just what's happening on the inside, what they've had to go through and grow through in order to get to where they are. And I speak for myself when I say that, because over the last five five years, I've had a lot of refining, a lot of bumps in the road. But what it showed me is I've had a way bigger and deeper faith than I ever thought I've ever had. And that to me is like, you know what? I didn't know my faith ran that deep, but it did. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I woke up today. God's not done with me yet. Lord, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? And what I'd done for almost 30 years, it just relied a lot of my own strength and being like, okay, Lord, I'll let you in. But, you know, I want to do my own thing until it wasn't. He was just like, Molly, stop trying to do it on your own strength. Another word the Holy Spirit gave to me is I'm bringing a renewed strength, a renewed strength to people that just feel so weak because without him, We are far, we are so weak. And I think a lot of us that are really connected with the Lord really do feel that. And we know that, but that renewed strength is so important. And what he's had me realize is I've in my past stressed and stressed and stressed and anxiety and anxiousness and so many just feelings that are not of him have gripped my soul. And because I, there's nothing I can do about it. There's a lot that's going on right now that there's nothing we can do about it, but what is in our control is what we choose to spend time in, who we choose to spend it with. And again, the whole message is really being involved in in God's presence instead of just longing after his promises. And I'm not saying I don't want any of God's promises. I'm definitely not saying that. I know he has some good ones for me. I've seen a lot of fruit and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for what's to come. But when you always focus on the promises, but you don't focus on the creator who created those promises, how do you really know that's what you want? How do you really know that's what you want? When you think about it with our human minds and we can't even fully grasp it, the one who's created that promise that you are longing after, why don't you get to know his heart, his mind, his, how did he even, you know, just try to understand his heart and who he is. That is going to bring so much more gratitude, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, all the fruits of the spirit, right? And if 
what you're feeling does not align with the fruits of the spirit, I truly believe it's just not of God. It's just, it's really not. It's very simple, but people complicate it. People complicate other people's journeys. Maybe there's a reason why you're listening to this and you're like, okay, how do I spend time in God's presence? I don't even know what that means. Pick up a Bible. Go to your phone and download the Bible app. There are so many different ways for you just to get started. And I remember for me, when I first got started and really diving into the word, I started with the message version. And there's people out there that are like, you know what? It's a very skewed version. You know, it's not the real. There's a lot of versions of the Bible, right? But to me, I said, Holy Spirit, highlight what you want me to take out of this. And so it started to feed me that baby food, right? And I'm like, okay, this is good. And then, you know, went to the NIV. Then you can go into the King James. And now I'm in like a deep study. So I'll go from baby food to solid food now to a gourmet meal and we're moving up, right? And so start where you need to start, whether that's the app on your phone, wherever that is. But at the end of the day, God sees your heart and it's your heart posture that truly matters. There's another quote that I want to share with you. It's not my ability, but my response to God's ability that counts. It's not my ability, but it's my response to God's ability that counts. Are you trusting in God's ability? Are you trusting that he is going to come through on the promises he said he would? Are you trusting in that? Are you trusting in that? That's something where a lot of people are like, I do, but their actions say different. Or, you know what, I should, but I'm not really sure. Ask yourself why. Like, really dig in and ask yourself why. And the reason why this topic was just so heavy on my heart is because, again, there's so many people that are focusing on God's promises. And, again, not his heart, not his presence. And so the last piece that as, as I'm wrapping this up is, you know, stop trying to put God in a container. So many people put God in a container being like, okay, well, I think God's going to do this. I think he's going to do that. And you're trying to, like, like, categorize his every move. He can do things so exceedingly and abundantly more that you could ever imagine, even hope for. But are you trusting in what he has for your life? Are you trusting the people that he's saying, I don't know, I no longer want you hanging out with these people. I no longer want you doing this. You need to get rid of that. Like he's trying to refine you. The Holy Spirit's trying to grab your attention, trying to refine you. But you're like, the comforts of this world, this world just gets so comfortable, right? And I've been, I've been there too, where I'm just like, I really don't want to give that up. But it wasn't until recently, this is a whole nother story, that God actually had me give up two things for, that I was hanging on to for over a decade that were actually damaging my marriage and damaging my connection with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, you know what, Lord? I didn't realize this was something that was actually harming me. But when the Holy Spirit got a hold of me, I said, Lord, I want you so much. I want all of you. I'm, I'll get rid of anything. Anyone, anything, because at the end of the day, I want to further your kingdom here on earth. And if there's someone or something hindering me from that, show me. And so really clearly just ask, ask the Lord being like, Lord, like hold up a mirror to my life and show me what it is that I need to change. And I even recommend doing that as an exercise. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy or going to be hard. You get to decide that. But holding up a mirror for three minutes and just staring at it and looking at the person that's looking back at you. What do you see? Are you proud of that person? Are you know, what do you feel? And how, if, if these are feelings that are not the fruit of the spirit, how are you going to let the Holy Spirit come in and help you heal from those? Because there's a lot of healing that needs to take place. And I think we all know that within ourselves, within the world, but it starts with us. We can't sit here and start pointing the finger at everybody else. It starts in here. So I just encourage you spend time in God's presence. 
you know, whatever that is, and just understand that what he's going to do for your life is something that's going to be so much bigger than you could even wrap your brain around when he really puts you, he's already given you a purpose for your life. But when you dive into that and you start refining into the person that God has called you to be, he's going to give you so much more. And a lot of people are seeing that abundance come through and through because they are obedient because the seeds they've sown, they're going to see a big harvest because they've spent the time being in his presence. And the last thing I'll say is don't don't go spending time being in his presence, being like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this to get that. That's seeking his promises, not his presence. Seeking his promises or seeking his presence, rather being in that place, being like, Lord, I'm here to learn. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. I want to worship you. I want to give you everything that you deserve because you gave me life and you gave me everything that I love in this world. So. That is what I have for you guys today. I hope some of that hit home at the end of the day. I'm just so grateful that, you know, Josh and Jessica invited me on their show because I love, again, what what it is that they're doing. I love the way that they get to reach people and just the, the unfiltered route, because at the end of the day, we're having a lot of platforms, you know, censor people. And I believe they're only censoring people because there's a lot of truth that's coming out. And the, the big players don't want truth coming out. They don't want people waking up, but it is time to wake up you have a responsibility to wake up. So that is what I have for you today. Um, I'm so grateful to be on here. So thank you guys for having me. Molly, I, I would, here, I'm going to sit down really quick so I can stand up. I, that was the most subtle, um, soft-spoken ass-kicking I've ever had in my life. Like, honestly, that I, I was just convicted the whole time. And I got I to gotta tell you, um, and I love the, the 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 way that you delivered the message is just like it, it just speaks to the heart of even the most calloused of people. But for me, what I took from that the most is when you were talking about fruits of the spirit, um, it reminds me of and, and with everything going around in the world, it's so easy to get lost and focused on that and focused on I need you to see the truth. I need you to know the truth about what's going on. And I'm not going to say the things because. You know, I don't want to get in trouble again right now. Even though we are on our network, we can say things. The fact is this. Like, I have spent, I have this wrestling match with wanting people to see the truth and the reality of what's going on. But the fact is this. The only truth that really matters is the Lord's truth. Mm. And with the Lord's truth comes God's promises and also comes his presence, as you spoke about. And I think sometimes I fall into a trap of focusing on God's promises more than I focus on his presence, which that's out of whack along with, yeah, I want people to know the truth, but really the most important truth to really know is God's truth. And that only comes and truly knowing and accepting that only comes through his presence. You can't get his promises without his presence. That's right. And that wrecked me in a good way. And I want to thank you for that because I needed that. Because I have gotten kind of, I mean, what's going on and seeing, being able to see clearly what's happening has really, it's been tough emotionally. And I've let that drag me down. I've let it hurt my spirit. And it affects every other aspect of my life. And you really, really put that mirror up to me today to help me see it. So thank you. Yeah, that was amazing. It all resonated in me. I feel like I'm right there on that path that you are on. Um, I uh, have 
been so focused on when when is it going to happen? When are the things that I know are going to happen? When are they going to happen? And I I caught myself getting caught up in that. So yesterday, instead of giving my energy to people or things or trying to make things happen, I just talked to God all day long. I mean, not just yesterday. It's actually been going on for a while. But I was so immersed in just he and I that it gave me this the weirdest sense of peace that I've never had before that I knew it was going to be okay and that I could see things more clearly and it, it was just it was what I needed so that whole thinking about what his promises are versus thinking about spending time with him it's like going to a birthday party for the cake not the person whose birthday mm -hmm. wow good <laughs> that's good yes and really what is the point of even the relationship if you're just looking at what you get out of it totally yeah yes. wow. one Maybe thing that i want to guys are going to ha have a ministry in your future yeah uh, one thing that i want to add on there because i feel like this is such a good little cherry on top is god has made it so apparent I'm going to, here's another book because I just can't help it. I, he just has me. I never was a reader before, but he's like, you're about to be. Um, so, <laughs> this CEO is something that I love being able to dive into. And they're like these little excerpts. And basically it's just like examples of Jesus's leadership throughout scripture, right? One, it's like three pages with some questions you know, at the end that you can answer. One of the most powerful ones out of this thing. And I swear it, it sticks with me and I bring it into everything is Jesus did not allow energy leaks. And when you really understand the energy leaks in your life, the people, what's going on in the news, what's going on on social media, the comments, like when you really understand that, what's taking your energy. And I've even had family take my energy. They're like, hey, we want to get together. And I'm like, if I don't have peace about it because where God wants me, I'm just like, sorry, I can't. Like, I'm literally like so zoned in on what's taking my energy because God's like, I need you to preserve it for something that's actually going to matter. But so many people are so like, oh, I'm so worried about this. I'm worried about that. I'm like, why are you worried? Because worrying is praying for something you don't want. So if you really Ooh. want to be pressing in, once you go pray for that thing, stop worrying because you're giving the enemy a foothold when he doesn't need to have any hold. And you need to just give that laid at the feet of Jesus. And so that's where I've had so much more peace over my life in the last, gosh, I don't know, probably just like a couple months for sure. I've really felt it. And I'm like, I've never been this at peace. Even my husband notices. It's just kind of like, what's going on? But it's because I'm spending time in his presence at all, like as much as I can. And I'm, I'm in one of the busiest seasons of my life ever, but I have more time to spend in God's presence than I ever had before because I know he's done that by design. He's like, look, this is what it is. And I'm like, yes, okay, let's let's get in there. So I'm seeing his promises come to fruition, but I'm also spending more time in his presence and I'm not gonna stop because it's feeding my soul and it's giving me that peace. And that right there, you cannot put a price on. Amen. I also love how you've, stepped into your prophetic gift or you like the spirit has completely unleashed it through you and your messages are well-rounded meaning you're kind of giving the full substance of the truth because it's really really easy to highlight the good stuff and not that you're sharing the negative too but it's a very well-rounded word mm -hmm. and i appreciate that and also you're not saying i'm prophet molly and here's my <laughs> message for you like you're not no. doing that. 
it's just very natural and organic. And for someone that has been a Christian their whole lives, I what I also love about you is your love and acceptance of all people. Mm -hmm. Because when we became friends, I was, I mean, even though I was walking with the Lord, I was still on very shaky ground. Like I haven't, hadn't really grown my roots yet. Um, but you've always shown me love and you've always been respectful um, and you've been a really genuine, true friend to me, um, even at a time when I didn't have any or I didn't even know that I could have friends. Uh, you were a friend and that means the world to me. And we are so grateful that you 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 did this because, well, now, not just because you did it, but because your message impacted me greatly. And I thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I love you guys. And I can't wait to give you guys a big squeeze because it's been Yay! way too long, Josh. And I haven't met you, Jessica, in person. And I'm like, that has to change 1,000%. So thank you for having me on here. And honestly, just like all, kudos and all glory to God because the Holy Spirit, I was like, all right, Lord, whatever you want to say, speak through me, you know, let it, let it rip. And he's been letting it rip for a while to the point where <laughs> I, uh, I did a talk in front of like a church group a couple weeks ago. And all of a sudden, when I get done, I was up there for like 30, 40 minutes. I like the whole time I kind of blacked out. And then I, well, after I was done, I was wrapping up. I was like, wait, what did I just say? But the pastor of the church came up to me. and was like, oh my gosh, like that was perfect. I was like, I don't even know what I said. And I'm still waiting to like watch the video because I really have no idea because the Lord just took over. And I'm like, yes, Lord, do that because I don't want it to be on me. I don't want it to come through my human brain. I want it to just, you know, just open it up and let it flow out whatever you want. So I'm so glad. I love that. Tell everybody where they can. So Molly, as a coach, as listen, I've, I've worked with Mo Molly on a couple different capacities and she's brilliant at what she does and she works. She's an amazing team also. So Molly, please do me a favor. Let, Cause I think people will want to work with you after hearing this. I mean, you already have a lot of people working with you. But please let people know where they can follow you, where they can, you know, not follow you, support you, all that stuff, please. Yeah, I would say one of the biggest capacities right now is um, this God breathed vision. Um, it's called Girl Power Alliance. It's basically a, uh, a resource for women with Christ centered resources to help women grow personally and professionally and just really be able to grow in like a community where there's no competition in the kingdom. Um, that is something that God has really placed on our hearts that's catching like wildfire around the globe already. Yeah. Um, and we're very excited about it. And just we know there's a lot of women that are just looking for a home like that. And so we have an event that's coming up in Dallas, Texas, um, April 7th through the 9th. Um, and if you go to girlpoweralliance.com slash activate, you can go check it, check that out or activatewomen.live. Both of those work. Um, and that's something that's really that I just feel in my heart to get out because so many women are like, OK, I want something in person. I want to connect with other like-minded women. I don't want this cattiness anymore. And so we just know God has a really just powerful weekend ahead because there's nine different speakers of just stuff, nothing but value. It's not one of those events where it's just a big pitch fest. It's like, here's value. Here's women you can connect with and you can go take away, take it back to where you are and then really be able to nurture and grow and activate what God has inside of you. So that would be um, number one. And then, of course, if you want to connect with me, um, you know, Facebook, Molly Trotter Gomez or Instagram, Molly underscore Trotter, T-R-O-T-T-E-R. -T -T -E That's super easy. Um, and just let me know that you heard me on the show. And again, I just thank you guys for the platform and what you're doing. And I'm just excited to see what God's going to do continuing like through this year, 2022, because there is a massive acceleration. He's like, you know what? There's a lot that has happened. And I'm going to use all of that for my good. And people are going to be seeing that. And they're going to be like, what's happening? And then all we get to say is only God. 
You know, that, that's who gets the credit, period. <laughs> yeah. That's so beautiful. Love it. Molly, thank you so much. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye. Molly Trotter Gomez, everyone. So awesome. She's so great. She's uh, It's so refreshing to know women who uh, want to help other women rise up. I, I feel like we have, uh, as women, been in competition for so long. So it's time for that to end and to, to all grow together. Yeah, and the Girl Power Alliance that she was speaking about is truly powerful. I know some of the other women that are involved, and mm -hmm. I I vouch for it 100% because the leadership in that group is top-notch. Uh, Michelle is a friend of mm -hmm. ours also, and again, Molly. Um, and here's the thing. you When you follow Molly, if you're not already, um, and you should only follow Jesus, but you know what I mean, like social media follow. Gosh, I hate saying that. <laughs> anyway, um, you'll see, like, Every message has something of substance, of value, of wisdom. And to me, especially lately, the Holy Spirit is all over it. And um, in, in the way that she delivers her message, I think it makes it easier to hear. I, mm. I think about sometimes in my messaging, it's sometimes a little hard to hear. It's not necessarily that soft or easy to digest. Aggressive. A little bit more aggressive, yes. And, it, and but. But I have to say, and you Some were talking. people take it that way better than they do soft and cushy. Yeah. And not that she is. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> anyway, but the fact is, you were talking about how, like, you know, with how she is with women and the leader for women. Mm -hmm. She's a leader to men, too. I, I learned, and one thing that I learned a lot from her was when she talked about when she, before she got married, talking about the kind of man that she expected and like her messaging there. And then even now as a married woman, her messaging and what it's like to be a woman in the kingdom and also to find a kingdom man, it was all valuable. And it actually really motivated me to not go jump into another relationship, which was a chronic habit of mine. And at that period of being in isolation and not doing anything and waiting on God, and working on myself to become the man that I needed to be, which, by the way, I was inspired by her husband with that. Those messages from Molly and, and her husband also encouraged me. And because of that, I found my queen. So um, when I tell you that I respect Molly and look up and admire uh, Molly, it's very, very sincere. So thank you guys so much. This is, um, this is all presented by the Live Mono Worldwide Foundation. And our, this is obviously broadcast on our multimedia broadcast network. Um, we thank you for supporting this mission. We don't believe in altar calls. Um, if, you want, if you want Jesus in your life, if you need someone to pray with you, message us. I will pray with you. She will pray with you. Um, and, and if you want to accept the Lord, if you want to know what that's like, I'm not one of those people that believe in doing some scripted rehearsed thing. I know a lot of people do that, and that is common in the church. I don't believe in that, but I will pray with you. Um, but frankly, it's not even that challenging. If your heart desires the Lord, cry out for him. Surrender your life to him, and it's that simple. Take, my life is no longer my own. <laughs> my life is yours. I am all in. Take my life, it's yours. How, whatever words that you feel led to say, the Lord knows your heart. And when you cry out to him, and you don't want the life that you're living anymore, and you want the life he has for you, 
All you have to do is ask for it. It's really that simple. But that's why I don't do manufactured prayers. With that said, we also don't ask for tithing here. Um, it's not. This is not that kind of ministry. What we believe in, you go, you sow where you're spiritually fed, and we believe that you sow where you want to grow. And so, if you believe in what we're doing and you want to support us to help us further and 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 Keep spread this it. message around the world, uh, we appreciate you sowing into us. If not, God bless you, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you again, Jessica. Do you have any last words? Uh, well, uh, that that was going to be hard to top, but I'm excited to to see the next one. I am too. All right. Well, God bless you. And thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.